Uh, what up? This is what uh, episode number nine of season three of Crucial Tunes. That was episode, like, the sh- what is it? The sh- Are we sure it's 309? 309. I think it is now. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it is. I know. We just have, we have to have our obligatory conversation about what episode number it is. Oh, well. And now we're going to have our obligatory conversation about our obligatory conversation about what episode number it is. Well, here we go. How's it going? Oh, that's good. Everything's good. Cool. You? How about you? I got, um, I went to the store to get something to drink for this, but, um, I walked to the store cause it's right there and I didn't want to carry a bunch of shit back. So I'm like, what's the most effective thing that I can carry in one handbag? So I found a 14% like four local lemonade. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's try it. And it's really, really gross. <laughs> yeah, it's for loco, man. I, I, I've never even had for loco, and I don't need to try it to know that it's well, really gross and trashy. Got some. It was three bucks nah. for fourteen percent alcohol and like a twenty-four ounce can. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go for it. Yeah, I'm, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, oh god, it's fucking bad. I have never met a person that drinks for loco that I have enjoyed their company. So. If anybody so, listening to this drinks Four loco, sorry, but you probably suck. Yeah, fuck you, man, because uh, this shit's you, bad. <laughs> fuck you, bro. Yeah, well, that uh, guy's going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Probably got, like, truck nuts and stuff. Ah, uh, uh, man, truck nuts are kind of tight in the right context. <laughs> like, if you had truck nuts, it would be fucking sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll put truck nuts on my Jetta. Shit, yeah, truck nuts on a Jetta would be fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm, I'm, you've, you've turned me around. I'm on board for that. Truck nuts, man. I used to have um, truck nuts. There was a while when um, when I was a bike messenger, I had truck nuts under my saddle on my bike. <laughs> like an actual like the big truck nuts or do uh, they make like a bicycle size they, they make all kind of size of truck nuts for it's crazy but um <laughs> i found like a an appropriate size which they looked like i guess like like in human proportion ball. to like actual human testicles <laughs> <laughs> and they were like shiny gold foil that's and very you they were fucking so sick dude. yeah that's you that's on brand <laughs> I loved it, and someone stole him off my bike. Like, <laughs> oh, that sucks. like, like the day I got him. <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that I mean, person. Whoever did it. I mean, whatever. It, in that situation, it probably wasn't someone being malicious. It was probably someone being like, "Oh, fucking cool." Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's, I understand. <laughs> I get it. That's that's fine, I guess. But anyway, yeah. Um, so, what are you listening to lately? Uh, foreign hands constantly. Yeah. It's I still all, haven't checked them out. Oh my! You're I know you I know you're not the only love them. You're not the only person to tell me. I know I, I I'm way behind on that. I I do need to look look into that. Um, they sound a lot like Stolaway actually. So I yeah. I te- texted them and I'm like, hey y'all, if so you then, want to, I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead. I mean, no, it's fucking it's classic metalcore. Like, yeah, straight up, it's straight so up. They, classic so metalcore. they sound like counterparts then. If they sound like Stolaway. No, because they sound like they're they sound like they're from 2003, but with modern production. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, they're, they're fucking sick. That's um, sick. but I text them. I'm like, hey, y'all know you sound a lot like this band, and they're like, do you know how many people have told us that? And I'm like, probably not a ton because this band's pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anybody that knows them probably is yeah into the more you know underground True. kind of stuff anyway. But so. uh, 
I love them so, so, so fucking much. They're so insanely good. Um, I've been listening to Koyo a bit. Um, Is that one that I would like? Yeah, oh, yeah. You would absolutely yeah. like it. Yeah, oh, what are sure. they? I, 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 the, the um, people that are recommending them, I can't tell what kind of music they might be because it's like coming from all different kinds of people talking about Koyo. Uh, I guess it's emo and it's, it's heavy at times and it's. You know how a lot of people say that like these days that the genre is dead or whatever and people can just do whatever they want mm-hmm. they're a pretty good example of that but they're still technically they're very punk and emo and hardcore adjacent in every regard okay they're very good you'd really like them all right I'll, yeah i'll check them out i'll check them out um what else um shit it's been a while i can't i don't know what i talked about the last time we did this yeah i know i know I was trying. um the early November, um, the, like That's in two thousand, I, I think in a while. I think in like two thousand six, they put out like this triple disc concept album, um, and I revisited that the other day, and I got like halfway through it. And I'm like, fuck, I've been listening to this for like an hour and a half already, <laughs> and like it's fucking three three disc album. This is fucking crazy, <laughs> super ambitious to do. Yeah. A, th- a three disc concept album that's like a whole story and each disc is like a different character of the story that's fucking that's so much work that is a lot that's cool though it's very cool it, it's very cool but if someone pitched that like you want to do that it'd be like fucking hell no how much you time know <clears throat> you know what was a really good concept album like that um was uh protest the heroes kazaya i've never like- listened to protest the hero Listen to Kazaya. It's such a fantastic album. What it's, are they like? Like prog mall metal? Yeah, actually, kind of, kind of nailed it on the head, but, but in a really good way. Like, uh, especially so, Kazaya is my hands down favorite album of theirs. Um, the the stuff that's come out since then has been really good too. But Kazaya's peak. Um, I did see them one time, but they're amazing uh, live. Um. Did I see? I was at a show they played. Actually, I don't know if I saw them. They were touring with like Emery or something. Like I don't know, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um. But I don't remember. But, but that album was a concept album, um, about a a person getting executed. Uh, Fucking sick. The, the woman's name was Kazaya, I believe that's the, the the whole reason the name the album is called Kazaya. Um, this woman's getting executed by firing squad. And uh, the, the album's broken into three pieces, basically. The first piece is from her point of view. The second piece is from, like, one of the guards in the firing squad, his point of view. And then the third one is, I, I don't remember who the third one is, but it's their point of view. But it's all, like, it's the same story three times, just from different eyes. It's, it's super That's sick. That's way cooler than this story. Well, I guess it's also more appropriate for a band like that to do that album than the O November to do their album about like, it's called the mother and the mechanic and the path. And it's like, like the artwork is based on like a, like a great depression family and like the mother is the mother, the mechanic is the father and the path is the yeah. child. Um, One record's like real rocky and like kind of dirty. One's real 
I guess like I guess sort of like a traditional November album, and one is just really mellow. That's really sick. That sounds really it, fun. It's cool. And there's there's some songs on it that are fucking rippers, like absolute rippers. But uh, I mean, way way too far down that hole just to say that I bit I listened to it once a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But it's... other than foreign hands and um. Uh, but a lot of boss tones. Sick. F- for fucking a lot of boss tones. Um, I love the boss. I do too. Um, some Metallica. Okay. Um, Gross. Uh, okay. Fuck. Naughty by Nature and Crucial Conflict today. Crucial Conflict. I love um, Crucial Conflict. And also Bone Thugs today. I listened to East 1999 in full today. Oh. How do you turn it off? You can't. So it's so good. You, I mean, you can. Like, if you run yeah, out of time or you got to go somewhere, I mean, you can. Yeah. But okay. Like, but, you know, in the, in the, uh, you know, I, the, I get what you mean. It's a very great, 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 great album. Also, like, so light years ahead of its time doing like this melodic rap. Yeah. Well, that they didn't catch on again until like way, way, way after that. It was just them that did it. It's tight. Yeah. Yeah. Do or die kind of bit off of that. Well, uh, it's, that's tough to say like who did it first, you know, that, but that's, that's actually, that was the feud of, in, in the nineties sure. was do or die versus bone thugs. You know, who, who had that sing rap, especially with the triplets, like, you know, the triplet syllables. That was, that was Migos a big did it first. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> do you like Migos? Yeah, yeah. There's I fucking well. I mean, Sky Point Migos, they're they're gone, but I fucking love Migos like a lot. What up, bro? There's a kid behind you. Yeah, Scarlet. All right, how you doing? You want to say yeah? Come say hi to Larry. How are you? You can't hear me. Yeah, she can't hear you. What up, man? Hi. How you doing? Good. That's cool. You are like a grown ass person now. All right, get out of here. Get out of here. Go. I'm- Recording, go. See, I think I gotta do that like every episode now, don't I? Yeah, but it's never that pleasant. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I always have to be like, Chris is a great father, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's true, though. Uh, anyway, what are you listening to? Uh, Well, the, the... No, the the big one, number one. Actually, I was supposed to see Body Box the other day, and I bailed. I didn't go. What? Why? Because the tickets were on like a Tuesday night. And, uh, oh, with, with fucking Spite with and all the them other? Train. No, no, no. Spite was the one I did go to a few months ago. Oh, oh It was whatever. Body Box, Year of the Knife, Sanguish Sugar Bog, and Acacia Strain, which was Dude, probably Year of the like. Knife fucking slams. Actually, I've been yeah. listening to a lot of Acacia Strain for like a last week. Yeah. Well, Acacia Strain fucking rips. I'm super excited to see them this weekend at Furnace Fest. Who uh, am I missing? Or who am I seeing instead? Uh, I thought you were choosing Acacia Strain. No. Um, oh man, fuck! They... I don't. Re- I don't remember. It's they're so so overwhelming. <laughs> uh, Alexis on fire. Oh yeah, whatever. What? Whatever. I'm seeing Acacia or, Strain or Fiddlehead, which Fiddlehead, oh, Fiddlehead by all means is rips, supposed to be dude. amazing. Fiddlehead's um, awesome. <laughs> but dude, I, I th- that the but, shed at Furnace Fest is gonna get torn. Are, are they on the? Are they crazy. on the shed? Yeah, they're in the shed. Ain't no one I want to see is even on the shed, man. Uh, my, half my weekend's in the shed. 
And, but, like, and like when I think of Furnace Fest, I think of the shed. The shed. Yeah. And that's where I, I want to be. Like and that, I want to fucking see all the shit in there, but like no one I want to see is in the motherfucking shed. No. Comeback kid ain't even in the shed. I know. That's that one surprises me. But they're on the big stage. Yeah, but they so. play like early as fuck in the day. I know. It's weird. It's it's such a weird set for them, but um, did, did, didn't it happen last year? Didn't they play on the shed at like noon? They were early in the day, yeah, but they were in the shed and it was incredible. The, the footage of that's fucking fuck. Yeah, they were amazing. <laughs> They're always amazing. They're, that's a, that is a never disappointing live show is Comeback Kid. That's like the third time I've seen them and they get better like every what time. Was the, what was the first time you saw them? At the pizza spot? Yeah, with you at, at that place in Lombard, yeah. maybe? Uh, yeah, it's a pizza. I, I think we've talked about it on the show, like about how such a bizarre show. <laughs> like an hour before they went on stage, there was a family eating pizza on the stage, like you know, not like as a not as a theatrical piece. It was just, just a fucking pizza restaurant. There's, there's people <laughs> like eating performance pizza art shit of yeah. a family eating pizza. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I've been listening to, I've been listening to uh the num- number one thing I've been listening to lately and uh it's probably going to end up being my number one album of the year is the Callous Dow Boys new albums uh celebrity it is phenomenal therapist. but don't say that too soon until you listen to I know, those kind of I'm just I, singles, I'm predicting it it's it's such a good fucking album I am so into it um, um, they're going to be next year. They're going to be fucking huge. I think so. Yeah, they're going to be so. huge. I'm really bummed. So they just came through Chicago with Rolo Tomasi, which I think would have been a really cool show to go to. Yeah. Uh, DJ went to that. Yeah. What do you say yeah, about it? That's like one of his favorite bands. He Rolo is? Them. No. Um, Cal's Dowboys. Oh, Cal's Dowboys. Okay. I was going to say Rolo. Rolo is like not for everybody. You know, I really dig them, but like. They're a very. I don't even know weird, who they are. It's there. I I don't even know how to describe. You know what you you wouldn't like them because you don't Fair like enough. sleep token, right? I want to. Yeah. Also, the fact that you like sleep token is bullshit because you. I'm holding up air quotes. Hey, gimmicky music. And I did. You love I sleep token and you love Slipknot. Fuck okay, you. So we've we've talked about this multiple times. I did not sure, know. Man, I just love bringing. It I up. did not know Sleep Token was gimmicky until after I heard like, them. Dude, and I, Sleep Token I is just, music. It's just like a fucking like scene ghost. Yeah, yeah, but with <laughs> way way better music. But uh, anyway, um, actually, and I revisited the ghost that I used to like back in the day. And you don't like it because it's garbage, no. right? Uh, the old ghost I used to like. The songwriting in that is ridiculous it's oh so you're doubling best. down i don't know because i can appreciate songwriting and not like the band yeah that's fair that's fair i don't like anything about them but i know i know people do people that like them defend them uh, J- jason that's been on this show he loves them so he was almost in a ghost tribute band we should ask him about that next time he's on <laughs> um I want to yeah. I want to ask him about that like every 25 minutes. This <laughs> so yeah, Callus Dowboys, uh celebrity therapist, check that one out. It's awesome. Uh World of Pleasure. I I think I talked about them on the last episode. Yeah, and you told me to look them up and they're fucking sick as shit. Dude, they're so fucking heavy and uh their their singer, uh I'm I'm having a brain fart on her name now. She's like she's she's also in um 
uh, mortality rate, and she she did uh, guest vocals on an Acacia Strain song. I think that's kind of, I think that helped launch them. Um, but just fucking straight up ass beater hardcore. Uh, it's vegan straight edge, and man, they don't shut up about it across both of the EPs. But it's so shout out Earth Crisis. Yeah, right. <laughs> so good. Um, um, are you watching Earth Crisis? Uh, they're on my list of probabilities, but I don't know for sure. I know okay. that there's something pretty significant for me at the same time. Uh, now I got to look because. But uh, I don't. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Earth Earth Crisis. I absolutely. You're probably gonna watch. Are you watching Squad Five O? Fuck it, I'm watching Squad Five O. Well, yeah, I'm watching well, Squad Five O. <laughs> Elliot is also at the same time, and I feel like Elliot's a, a band that you might care about. I do care about. I do very much care about Elliot, but I fucking care about Squad Five O. <laughs> yeah, so Squad Five O is like through the first half of the Earth Crisis set, and then Poison the Well is the second half. So I'm I'm only gonna watch the first half of Earth Crisis because I'm oh, and I am I am well. missing Five Iron Frenzy to see Poison the Well. Is Poison the Well fucking rules? Yeah, but fucking so does Five Iron Frenzy. I I, I I'm not putting anybody over Poison the Well is my number one this weekend. If I, 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 I understand, I whole I weekend understand. Path, I bought my weekend pass to watch Poison the Well this weekend twice. <laughs> Because <laughs> you did that last year too. I did last year too, but um, uh, I understand I, completely, dude. What else have I been listening to? I had a, I had a list ready to go, and now I'm forgetting everything. I mean, oh, there's happens. new, uh, there's new Dead to Fallout three new three new tracks, and they rip. I fuck with um, Dead to Fall, man. So that's that's super cool. They're also I, I, we got to stop talking about Furnace Fest because that's going to be the entire next episode. Um, oh, oh spoiler. Um, I mean, y'all knew. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've I've been listening to a lot of Sunny Day, also because of Furnace Fest. Um, sure. Oh, oh, uh, here's a new one. Uh, he's literally, I, literally put his arms up, y'all. So this is brace your motherfucking self. <laughs> uh, there's there's this artist called Black Braid. Um, did, we didn't talk about braid? what? Not blonde braid, or is that no, you? Black. It's black braid. Black braid. <laughs> Um, Native American, uh, blackened death metal from, I'm in, I'm in. It's, it's so fucking sick. The album is so good. Like, I didn't even know I liked blackened death metal until I heard this album and it's so fucking good. What makes it blackened? Like, is it Cajun? Like, like blackened tilapia? Like what makes it blackened? It's just, (sighs) It's like kind of atmospheric, like, and I don't know, man. You'd have to, you, you, you got to hear. Because when you, I think you, of black end, I think of I apply it to cooking, and it's like right. a really like heavily fried Cajun fish. No, so you know, <laughs> it's not uh, that. <laughs> no, it's not that at all. <laughs> um, Deaf Heaven, you listen to Deaf Heaven, right? Yeah, Deaf Heaven is like fucking black metal shoegaze. Yeah, that's that's. That's blackened death metal, but I, it's I, like I, it's softer death metal. What? Yes, yes, it is actually. I feel I know like blackened is not, not the term. <laughs> it it totally is though. Blackened death metal is like almost like a melodic kind of death metal, but with black metal vocals like that kind of thing. That's what makes it blackened because it it starts to suck. 
Like it starts oh, to sound man. shitty. I love that. I love that. But Black Braid, <laughs> Black Braid is a solo artist. I've found out is it's just one guy that records all of all the instruments and everything. Oh, respect. Um, it's just super good album. And then along that along those same lines, so my band actually played with this band the other day, um, and I, 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 I apologize if they ever hear this. I don't know how to pronounce their name. Uh, I think it's called like Moynock. Moynock. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spell it out real quick just so I don't like. So if anybody wants to check them out, you should because they they were this, they're they're black and death metal also, and dude, okay. their set was like their set was just like. 30 minutes of just constant like, wall of sound, like melodic, but heavy ripping fast. The drummer was insane. Um, and they just I like that kind stop. of shit. And they like, they, they kept saying like they wanted all the lights off in the room and just, they fucking just did their thing. Didn't talk at all. They just, Oh, it was so great. Uh, yeah. More. It not sounds good. like, there could be like es- the essence of like doom into this, kinda, kinda. It get, there's parts that get doomy for sure. Like really, because when I think doom, I just don't think slow and sludgy. I just I think more or less. I think volume, just loud yeah. as fuck bands yeah. playing like Emperor cabs and like Donable guitars and shit and like and like big muffs, mm-hmm. just being weird. Yeah, uh, there's I like, there is I like a, that kind of shit, man. It's it's. Like I, I use this word already, maybe twice even, but there's just like this atmospheric quality to it where when you're listening to it, it like it envelops you, you know, like sure. you feel like you are inside of it. It's like it's like being under a water of death metal, black metal. It's it's so sick. But like um, Moynock is it's spelled M.O. apostrophe Y.N.O.Q. Um, I would on, assume you're saying it right. Yeah, I think so. But they they're on Spotify. They just put out a new album like the day after we played with them. Oh, um, nice! And they most of most of what they played that night was that album, and it was so fucking sick. I, I can't recommend them enough. And super super nice dudes too. That is cool. But, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Um, nice. So, we, uh. You want to get on to the topic, or do you need we to pee probably, first? We, I don't. Um, oh, we all prob- right. <laughs> we probably should because we've been into this for a minute already. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been uh, a while. Talking, you know? we, we need it, to catch it, up it has a been bit. a while. Shout out, Stain. <laughs> no, because I, mean, I don't talk to you every single fucking day. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But well, I haven't yeah, seen your ahead. face on a screen with headphones on in a good while. I know. It's so nice. It's, it's, this is nice. It is nice. How you doing? I'm good. I'm um, good. so we're talking about cover songs. Yes, we are. And uh as I was putting this list together, I, I even texted you earlier and, and told you like I had so many on my list because there were so many different routes that we could have gone with this. And I don't know sure. which way you went. Uh I don't know if you picked your favorite ones, if you picked like go ahead. I, I my list is kind of everywhere. Um I have my five okay. honorables. And I have my list of my top five. Um, I guess I but technically would say that they're all just my favorites. I don't know. Favorites? A okay. lot of them are in the the pocket of what we talk about most of the time. Some of them right. aren't. Uh, actually, it might just be like fucking one of them. But um, <laughs> I mean, they're all either like punk, emo, hardcore, metal adjacent, except 
literally one and actually uh, be, uh what because of what the cover is it actually full circles back to that um i don't know i just i just picked covers i liked five times and then covers i liked a little bit less five times all right fair enough yeah so I, as i started my list um there was a couple of obvious ones that i was like well yeah i have to talk about these but then as I kept going through the list, I was like, well, you know what? Instead of doing that, instead of just doing the obvious ones that like make the most sense that uh, I wanted to do ones that I felt like they were the they were the most well done covers, you know, like not necessarily faithful to the original, but like they did something to boost them to the point where like you almost prefer listening to these ones. Oh, over hell the yeah. Original. So I, I get that. Some of them are. Some of mine are like that. Uh, yeah. Also, a little side note, I will say that Four Loco was the most disgusting thing I've ever drank in my life. But Shout out I did, Four Loco. I had one, and I did finish it, and I am not sober. All right. So, well, I guess shout out Four Loco. Successful. Shout out Four Loco for, lo, for, for, for Loco for making a bullshit product that fucking works. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> also, what the fuck could have been in that shit? Because, because this shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I feel like this is about the level I am after like four white claws or like maybe like three quarters of a bottle of wine if I didn't eat. Is it what is it just like malt malt liquor or something in it? I don't know. I saw I saw it was 14%. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna grab this quick and bounce. And, I, and it was cold. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, convenience, let's go. And I did it and I'm like, it's bad, but shit, now that it's gone and I don't have to deal <laughs> with it anymore, and I'm just feeling the this, I fuck with it. <laughs> cool. Cool. No. Anyway, so <laughs> let's do some honorables. All right. Uh, I have five. You have five. Do you think any of our 10 total are going to be the same? I feel like one of them might be, but I'm pretty confident I picked ones that you probably did not. Okay. And I, uh, I kind of, I did that on purpose. There was ones that I eliminated that for sure I thought we might both have. Okay. I, you are always really considerate about what I might have on a list. <laughs> and I never am because I'm a selfish prick. Um, I'm just whatever. trying to make content. That's all. Well, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> my first honorable is um Silverstein covering "Disarm" by the Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh, it's on. Um, I forget who put it out, but somebody put out um two volumes or two volumes of a uh, a compilation called "Songs That Saved My Life," and it's just bands okay. covering songs that are important to them. And Silverstein covered "Disarm" by the Smashing Pumpkins, and it fucking soars it's so beautiful it's it's so good that's awesome I, I i've never heard of that compilation either i'll have to look into that oh oh uh, fucking uh trash boats on it covering given up by lincoln park and it's fucking heavy as fuck <laughs> it's so that good. sounds like a perfect song for a trash boat to do though and it's he's, it's like he's got that vocal range and, and he does that rah, that like yeah. fucking minute long stream he does it wow Toby Duncan's a very underrated vocalist, actually. That motherfucker's got pipes, dude. I, I, but Trash I absolutely sucks agree. now, so who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, my, that's, my, that's my first honorable. My first honorable, actually, uh, I didn't know this was a cover until I was looking up a list of covers. Uh, and then I listened to the original, and the original kind of fucking sucks. So it absolutely is better than the original. But Don't Turn Around by Ace of Base was a cover of a Tina Turner song. Ace of Base, the sign. Um, 
was a cassette that I had in my life before mm-hmm. I had Dookie. No shit. Uh, Ace of Base Design, um, I got very, very, very early in my life because it was yeah. like they were t- they were tight, and I saw like the the cassette single at like Walgreens or whatever, and I'm like, I like that song, and I got it. Yeah, and I I fucked with Ace of Base heavy when I was like five years old. It, the, in the early '90s, there was like nothing better than Ace of Base. Although, come to find out that they are terrible people, scumbags. Are they? Uh, Why? They're Nazis. Like legitimately? Legitimately, they are legitimately neo-Nazis. Is that like actual? It's well like, documented. Fuck, man! I oh, was like, geez. what happened? Wow, uh, my <laughs> you just got. Like way, way loud. You can see oh, your sign really? wave. You fucking peak, oh, dude. Well, I'm going to pull it down. Yeah. <laughs> how how am I now? Yeah, that's that's exactly where you what, were before. What the fuck happened? Well, at least I'll I know that when we were talking about Nazis, I can a- automate the game a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts, man. Um, but yeah, that Ace of nuts. Base. Ace. Let me let me see if I can find it quick, real. That uh, fucking where, blows, man. Because like. Right? I was really, really, really into them when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I found it. So Ace of Base. Let's see. Now, I'm probably well, not going to find though. it. And I'm, pro- I'm probably way wrong about this. Ace of Base. Nazis. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Before he founded Ace of Base, blah, 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 was a neo-Nazi skinhead. It, Ulf Eckberg. I don't know. Was that just like his youth, or does he still a practicing Nazi? I don't. That I don't know. This was all like ten years ago. This all came out, so um, you can find it. It's on Vice. It's on E. It's on. I think it's even documented on on the dude's personal Wikipedia page, but I, I don't see it on the band's Wikipedia. Well, shit, that fucking sucks. Yeah, but I mean, you know, whatever. But yeah, don't turn around. By Ace of Base was. <laughs> A cover of a terrible Tina Turner song. And you know what's nuts about it? That whole album is filled with fucking synth lines that are so good. You know what's nuts about it? So Don't Turn Around is so like minor chord and sad and and like the Tina Turner version is almost exactly the opposite. It's the same vocal melody, but with all like major chord progression. It's so weird. It's it's weird to hear it that way. It's not good though. It's. I mean, she, the dude, only Tina place Turner I, is a fucking G, dude. Yeah, for sure. I, nothing against Tina Turner, but I did not like her version of the song. Well, fair enough. Um, and the only place I could find it was on YouTube. I don't. It doesn't appear to be on streaming platforms. Unless, I never knew that that was a I cover. It. I didn't either. That's why I wanted to include it so we could blow someone else's mind. Well, fuck. That's really that's cool. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, the original version is by a band called The Only Ones. It's called Another Girl, Another Planet. And it is a uh, Blink-182 covered it. And I think it was like um, maybe like a B-side or just a bonus track on their Greatest Hits album. Okay. Uh, and it's fucking sick. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. So it's early Blink? Uh, it's 2003. It's like mid-Blink. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's, it's like they're... They were already huge and though they, they were massively huge. Um, okay. It was, uh, I mean, this, this was like, I think it was recorded during the self-titled sessions. Okay. Um, like they were already beyond golden era blink. Um, 
but it's uh primarily Mark Hoppus singing the song and then the chorus, like because Mark Hoppus does a lot of like kind of mid-range, mm-hmm. lower register stuff. And the there's a super high shouted Tom DeLong harmony in the chorus, and it's so fucking insane. It's so good. And then What's- but you 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 hear it and you're just like, oh, this is a blink song because it sounds like the arrangement of the song and the chord structure is so fucking blink. But then you hear the original one. I'm like, oh, this is like a, an old school, like power pop, like 70s glam kind of band. What's what's the name of the song again? Another Girl, Another Planet. Another Girl, Another Planet. Yes. Oh, yeah, I see it. The original b- band that does it called The Only Ones. I don't, I'm not really crazy about their song. But the Blink version of that song fucking rules hard as fuck. You've probably heard it, actually. Um, I'm, you know what? I, I say this every fucking episode, and I never do it. Um, but I'm, I'm, as we're talking, I'm going to build a Spotify playlist, so it'll absolutely be ready to go by the All time. All right, cool, cool. I, I, don't know, I don't know why I've never thought about that before. Um, but yeah, what's, what's the name of this episode going to be? Cover, cover Your Mouth? No, it's going to be called cover songs. Oh. Well, cover your fun. mouth? People think it's people think it's like about songs about it's a, sneezing. It's a COVID it's a COVID episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, just like a manners thing. <laughs> um Okay, it's real, remind me real quick so I can add this to the playlist. What was your first one? Disarm by Silverstein. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins cover off of uh, Songs That Saved My Life. I think it's on volume two. Disarmed I could be wrong. Silverstein. Got it. It's so good, man. Okay. Uh, so my next one uh, is... Uh, this is probably going to be kind of hacky, but I absolutely think this is better than the original. Although the I just listened to the original again today, and it is still pretty sick, but... Uh, the cover is Mad World by Gary Jules and Michael Andrews, the the one that was on the Donnie Darko soundtrack. Okay. Um, it was originally by Tears for Fears. Sure. And it sounds nothing like, I mean, the the obviously Tears for Te- Tears for Fears is like synth poppy 80s, you know. Tears, Tears for Fears fucking slams, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Nothing against Tears for Fears. Um, but I absolutely, I think the Mad World by Gary Jules and Michael Andrews is like, it's more iconic at this point. Now, everybody Very knows cool. like the sad, like all around me are familiar faces and everybody always assumes it's REM, but it's not. Um, but <laughs> it's a sick cover. It's really well done. It's beautiful. Uh, it's emotional. Um, and I love it. It's good. It's That's good awesome. One. Shout out REM though. Yeah, REM. Yeah, REM rules. I fucking love REM, dude. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. That's a good. That's a good fucking shout, man. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, my next? next one is uh, it's a newer one. Um, Pure Noise Records put out a uh, a compilation called Dead Formats Volume One. So I think they're gonna put out more. Okay. It's a bunch of Pure Noise Records bands covering tight songs. Um, <laughs> and uh, the one I picked is Someday I Suppose by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, <gasps> covered by Drug Church. I love that is one of my I think that may be my favorite boss tone song. That is my favorite boss tone song. It's uh, that's probably in my top ten favorite songs of all time. Yeah? Oh yeah. But uh wow. the drug church never cover that. that, um, you'd sh- fucking shit if you heard it. You would love it. I you know, I've never listened to Drug Church. Um people keep 
Uh, they're they're George Church fucking rules. They're getting big um, right now, right? They've been getting big for years now. Okay. Um, it's so true to the original. So true. That's sick. What is Drug Church also like ska punk or what are they? No, Drug Church is like they're like hardcore, right? They're uh like you know nothing. Yes, yes. It's like that. Oh, it's like, it's okay. like nothing. Nothing so it's or like, like um it's like a modern I I, I always maybe somebody it's, it's like grungy. Yeah, I was gonna say I I think nothing reminds me a lot of early pumpkins. We, yeah, but I when I think of the, the bands like Drug Church and um Nothing. Uh, I also put them in with like Super Heaven or like the the post grunge like um the, that wave after the sad boy pop punk revival shit mm-hmm. like the Citizens and Balance of Composures and Title Fights oh, and all that Citizen. that type of shit. Citizen had a really good early part of their shit. Then Citizen got really fucking weird, and I'm not into it. Uh, well, youth's fucking. One of the youth is records. amazing. Youth is an amazing fucking album. But other, after that, I don't fucking <clears throat> really. I don't care. Fair. That's fair. I I, I get that. I can't, I can't say I'm super into them after that oh, either. They're also they're they're fucking huge still, and people give a shit. So I mean, yeah. Who the fuck am I? Like doing something right? People are still into them, dude. I just I made this playlist, and now I can't fucking find it. That's okay. I can also text you this list I have because it's typed. But I'll I'll fucking I'll forget to do it. Don't you have like an hour and a half of downtime tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Where you literally have nothing to do but sit down. That's fair. All right. And it's also, I'm not releasing this tonight. I know. All right. Okay. Okay. So you got time. All right. I did. Okay. So someday I suppose was your last one by drug. Yeah. By drug church. Also check out that dead formats com. There's some fucking sick shit on there. Like uh, for your strong covers, brain stew and jaded and it's heavy as fuck. And it's so sick. That sounds There's like some, they would. That's a good band to cover that song. Those songs. They, they play it so true to the style. That's sick. But they they just make it fucking mean and real heavy. There's some really cool shit on there. Um, that's all I can really think of. Oh, you know, Lurk. Uh, no, maybe. I think they're from Chicago. Maybe I'm not sure, but they cover fucking. Uh, Fell in love with a girl by the White Stripes, and it's super sick too. <laughs> oh, that's their number one song on Spotify. Yeah, that tracks. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. They are, they are from Chicago. Cool. Um, my next one. Uh, this is kind of uh in the pocket for me, but uh, "Message in a Bottle" by Machine Head. Um, originally Yo, by the Police. The shittiest cover of "Message in a Bottle" is by Machine Head. What? That is a great cover. No, actually, the shittiest cover message in the bottle is by Set Your Goals. <laughs> I have. I don't it's think I've heard that one. It sucks, man. Dude, I love the Machine Head cover. It's like it's so soft and mellow at first, and then all of a sudden it just gets intense. Oh yeah, it has passed since I wrote my. I notes. won't. It's obviously not my favorite, but I will say that I do firmly, firmly believe that Message in a Bottle is the best song of all time. It's not my favorite song of all time, but I do believe it is the best song of all time. It's got to be up there on a list. Right. Because it, it's, it is such a well-written song. The lyrics mm-hmm. are great. It's, it's fucking, it, it's everything that anybody would want in a song. So yeah, it, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to go so boldly to say that it is the greatest song of all time, but 
it's like I said, it's got to be on that list somewhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, agree I will that. be that bold because I'm fucking high. <laughs> I'm bold and fucking right on, dude. That's it. Fair enough. I'll, uh, and I'll, I'll probably say otherwise the next episode and be like, no, that's it. I'm sure. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Whatever. But, all right. What do you good, got? What's good next? ass call, man. Uh, yeah, my next like one going. is torn by Natalie Ambrosia, covered by Neck Deep. Okay. Have you heard I, that? You know what? I, I'm pretty sure you've told me to listen to that before, and I don't it's think I ever did. super good, man. And they also, they played super true to the style of the song, too. Did they? Oh, yeah. they it, Yeah, they really did. That's pretty sick. I, I mean, that song already is really Amazing sick. song. That's Amazing song. song. And uh, they, they did a video for it, and they pretty much just did the torn video. <laughs> it's super tight, that's, dude. It's really cool. Awesome. I'll have to check that uh, out. Really, really great cover. They did a really fantastic job. A lot of bands could have did that for sure, but they have mm-hmm. something about them that made it perfect. Also, yeah. I don't know how familiar with their discography you are, but Neck, Neck Deep is a fucking great band. I've listened to quite a bit. I, I like them a lot. It's, They're you a know, very especially, good band. You know, uh, when when that first Trash Boat album came out, and I don't remember mm-hmm. what else came out around that same time, but that was when kind of I started diving into Neck Deep. Did they put something out around that same time? Uh, I think I want to say with maybe shortly after that, they put out the Peace and the Panic. Yep, yep, and that's yep, an yep, amazing yep. fucking record. Yep, that's Neck, uh, Deep, Neck, Neck Deep's a great fucking band. Yeah, I I agree, I agree. But yeah, what's um, your next one? We got My one more honorable one. left a piece. Uh, oh, shit. Um, are you sure? Yeah, because I did four. I did. did you start or did I start? One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I, I said oh, Silverstein be... playing Drug Church and Neck Deep. Okay, okay. You started. So, yeah, so yeah. So, you have one more. I've got two more. Okay. Um, my next one is, uh, and this may be hacky. I don't know. But uh, Such Great Heights by Iron and Wine, covering Postal Service. Right on. Right on. Respect. Respect. There's a kid behind you. Again. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, uh, Such Great Heights. It looked like she was talking super loud, but there was zero sound. That was very weird. She was whispering. Oh, she whispers with an aggressive face. <laughs> but yeah, uh, such great heights. Um, right on. If if anybody's not familiar. That's uh, some Garden State shit, right? Yeah. I, okay. And I think that's exactly like what made it famous. The Iron and Wine version specifically. Um, which I, I thought it was weird. Uh, I didn't realize. For some, I thought Postal Service had covered Iron and Wine. It t- I, I didn't realize forever and yeah because in the, the very early 2000s um i feel like that song took off prior than the postal service song did a little bit I, that's i don't i think i think iron and wine the iron and wine version got popular like before the postal service i don't know what i'm trying to say the iron and no, wine I, version I, got, you're literally saying it you're fine yes okay good uh <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Uh, song was also featured in a trailer for Garden State. Too. So this, the the Postal Service version came out in 2003. 
And then the Iron and Wine version came out in 2004. So it was like back to back. But because of Garden State, the Iron and Wine version got popular first. Um, eh, well, whatever. Yeah. But either way, both of them are great songs. But I actually prefer the Iron and Wine. I like the quiet, mellow. You know, it's like good sleepy time music. Oh, absolutely. I get that. There's a couple Iron and Wine songs that I do like quite a bit. Um, yeah. But I don't have a ton to say about Iron and Wine. <laughs> and that's, but, that's uh, totally They fair. have a song called Cinders and Smoke that I really like. I don't know that one, but I'll I'll maybe look it up. Probably not, but you won't, and that's fine. But no. also, if you don't, it's totally fine because it sounds like fucking Iron and Wine, man. Yeah, it's I'm, a guy with yeah, a beard I mean, and an acoustic guitar going. Uh, yep, that is exactly what it is. <laughs> and you know, I have an I have a whole playlist of guys just like that because I dig that. Some like there's sometimes that like I need that to soothe me. You know, I get that. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, back uh, my, to cover songs. My last, so your last honorable, honorable. my last honorable is the South Town by POD cover by the Ghost Inside. Fucking sick, dude. <laughs> have you heard that? <laughs> I have not. I didn't know it was a thing. But the Ghost that, Inside covered South Town by POD, and it's it's fucking heavy dude, as fuck. Well, South Town by POD is already heavy as fuck. You know, and they still do that, but it's but it's the ghost inside playing it, so it's uh, way fucking heavier, and it's so tight, dude. That's awesome. That is. They so start out with awesome. that fucking like that chorus ass guitar, like that. It starts just like that, and it comes in, and it's so fucking tight, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that one for sure. I wonder if they're gonna play that this weekend at Furnace. I doubt it. Like they have like their. They're like huge, significant catalog of their own songs. <laughs> anyway, so, well, uh, do you, you know to- what? So does so does <laughs> we're so this came up a lot while I was researching this list. Um, when we we went to this, me and Ashley went to my wife Ashley. We went to this festival a few years back um, in Wisconsin. It was like an all new metal festival, and uh, Disturbed, <laughs> Rock! Disturbed was one of the headliners, <laughs> and they played like twelve songs or something. And half of them were fucking covers. I couldn't believe it. They have their entire catalog. Like, what do they? They have to have like eight albums, right? Of yeah, their well, own music. Yeah, but like bands like Disturbed, those are radio bands. Yeah, people go to see Disturbed. Like the people with like you know the big leather cuff and like the hot yeah. army wife and shit. <laughs> those people, they go see Disturbed because they're radio bands and they know like the song where his mom beats him up and shit. And like mm-hmm. they know the the Simon and Garfunkel cover and stuff, um, but like they don't know their deep cuts. Yeah, like fair. they know the radio songs. The Ghost Inside was never a radio band. The people who go see the Ghost Inside are people who fuck with the Ghost Inside. All right, that's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Thank you. No, but like I feel like that's a legitimate, <laughs> like a legit, legitimate approach to that. Yeah, I feel like that's that holds a little water. I am. Uh... I'm definitely going to check that one out, though, because I love that song. Dude, it's so ghost, fucking tight. I'm really surprised. Sick. I was expecting you to have that on your list, but, but no, I know the only it. reason you don't is because you never fucking heard it because yeah, it's so tight. Yeah. <laughs> you got one um, more, right? Yep. My my last okay. my last honorable is uh, this probably should have been my first honorable because there's not I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but um, okay. Tainted Love by Soft Cell. The orgy um, cover? 
No, no that's uh, Blue Monday by New Order. Sorry. Yes. And <laughs> no, Marilyn Manson actually covered Tainted Love. Oh, he did. But, but no, so the soft cell version itself was a cover of Gloria oh. Jones. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. So, um, I, very I, cool. Marilyn Manson is another artist that's done a bunch of covers, and I I went out of my way not to bring any of those in, but uh, but he here you up are. Anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, t- "Tainted Love" by Soft Cell uh, was was a cover, and man, what a like! You you ever stop and think about how minimalistic that was? Like, there's not much happening there. No, it's like, bam, bam. That's like, like that's the whole fucking song, and then him singing. It's 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 sick, man, and it's so that lo-fi. I I love it was the like also in like nineteen eighty four or something. I know. Like I just I love everything <laughs> about it. It's great. I like that. That's a really good shout. Uh, do yep. you want to chill for like a minute before we get into the actual five? Yeah, we've I got been it. going for a while. You got to pee. Yeah, that's fine. I, no, I don't have to pee, but I do have to make a quick phone call. So. Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm not doing digital nicotine right now, be, uh, and uh, so I'm gonna go outside and smoke a cigarette. Oh, okay. Well, so we'll, uh, cool. well, I figured I'm going to be, I'm going to be smoking a lot this weekend because I'm going to be outside. So I'm prepping my lungs for it. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Bullshit. All right. Well, answer. I'll, I'll be, I'll be here when you get back. Cool. All right. Breaks over. We are back. We are back. So now we're on to our list of our five favorite covers. Yep. 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 And uh, I can't I start. I started yeah, you know the, these these are my favorite covers. So, okay, yeah, I'll start. Honorable. So, if you want to start the actual ones, I'll start. Okay, so my number five, uh, seemingly out of left field, but I think you know me. You know that you should know this is not out of left field. This is very on brand for me. Um, Yesterday by Boys to Men, uh, the Beatles cover. Hell uh, yeah! The acapella Boys to Men cover of Yesterday is gorgeous uh the vocal harmonies you know i've got i'm a big softy for vocal harmonies and same boys same boys boys to men fucking rule and they they killed this song is yes they oh i can't believe that i didn't mention that once i'm super (laughs) embarrassed because i fucking love boys to men and i love crazy acapella mad layered harmonies Right, fuck, but also it's probably because fuck the Beatles. That's probably why I didn't put it on. There. I know I, I'm not super into the Beatles either. So, but this 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 is not the Beatles. This is Boys to Men. So it's okay. fair enough. Fair enough. Very cool. Though. That's got? a re. Um, yeah. it's uh, Elton John, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers, Robert Trujillo from Metallica, some dude named Andrew Watt, Yo Yo Ma, like the uh. I guess, I think he's a violinist, technically, right? Uh, ch- cellist, maybe, or is he a violinist? He, I don't know. He's a, he's like a, like the world renowned string player of whatever yeah, he's instrument a, he's he a plays. Cellist. He's a cellist. Well, Yo Yo Ma and Miley Cyrus covering "Nothing Else Matters" by Metallica. It was uh, on the uh, the blacklisted or whatever it's called, okay. like the um, yep. the thirtieth yep. anniversary it. of the Black Album. Their cover of Nothing Else Matters is the most insane fucking thing in the world in the world. I don't think I well, I'm not gonna say I don't think I know I have not heard that. It's um well, because like the there's like that blacklisted like 
comp or whatever, and it's like mm-hmm. a million people covering every song on there, and there's like 40 versions of Nothing Else Matters on there. But uh, the Miley Cyrus, Delton John, and the rest of the people's version, Sick. way better than so. Like Chris Stapleton does one on there, and that's really good. And I think so does Hootie or whatever. What's Hootie's real name? It's Hootie. Uh, Fuck it. I don't care what his real name is. His <laughs> name is Hootie. Um, he does it. Um, a bunch of other people do it, but their version. It's haunting. Miley right. Cyrus has motherfucking pipes, dude. Yeah, dude. She's awesome. She's I, amazing. I have nothing bad to say about her. Nothing. 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 Miley Cyrus fucking rules, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. But yeah, I'll, that's I'll it. check um, it out. I'll check it out. I, it, dude, I'd like it's to hear so, it. It's, listen to it fucking tonight. It's okay. It's beautiful. I actually, after we're done with this, since I'm already putting the playlist together, I'm, I probably will listen to the whole playlist tonight. So very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, but my next one, um, is actually, it's very, very specific. Uh, it's, so I'll just say it's, uh, a song called where did you sleep last night as performed by Nirvana on their unplugged, the MTV unplugged set. Yeah. Um, is a cover of like an old blues song, uh, by a guy named Lead Belly, um, and it's just such a beautiful like their their version of it, uh, is so haunting and gorgeous. With it is, I thought you weren't a Nirvana guy. I, I'm not a I'm not a huge Nirvana guy. Like I I. I, for a while, I was on the fuck Nirvana kind of bandwagon. I, I was on the fuck Nirvana bandwagon until I was like 27. Yeah. And then I actually listened to Nirvana. Or maybe I, it's because bands like Balance of Composure and Daylight were getting big. And I'm like, oh, I like Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. I, I've learned to appreciate like what they did back then. Like it's before I just thought it was, you know, well, don't get me wrong. When I was in like grade school and middle school, like, you know, in the 90s when Nirvana was huge, um, I thought Nirvana was incredible back then. And then oh, I shit. got I got into high school and I started thinking like, oh, I'm too fucking cool for Nirvana. Fuck Nirvana. You know, they're just fucking radio, blah, blah, blah. But then you go back and look at it again from the lens of an adult. And it's like, holy shit, man. Like, they changed You're the like, world. Shit. You know? This band was huge on the radio. This music is amazing. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> It's insane. It's insane what they did. Like they, they invented a genre, you know, like it's, and they a, destroyed a genre. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, just, no, it, I, I absolutely back that all day. I, I, I absolutely appreciate them a lot more than I used to. And for and fucking sure that MTV unplugged set is one of the best. If there's only one unplugged set that I like better and that's the Alice in Chains one. Um, but those just, it was amazing. And, uh, I remember why I was watching a documentary about uh, Nirvana. It may have just been specifically about Kurt Cobain, but it may it might have been the whole band. But um, they just kind of they mentioned like I think that may have been the last song in their set for for that unplug. And there's a a certain note that he hits towards the end of the song, uh, where he after he hits it, all of a sudden he just does this dead stare like out into space before he goes on with the rest of the song. And people think that, like, that's the moment he knows, like, I, I'm not going to do this much longer because um, it, it's like so it's so crazy and chilling 
just watching that moment and it, like I said, I'm gonna watch that tonight. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's it's and it's just such a it's so gorgeously arranged and you know I I don't know if it's cello or if it's just like the way he's playing the bass or what, but like it's kind of just like droning in the background and uh, I just I love it. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful cover. Do you think being the guy that plays bass in Nirvana really sucks? Why? Like, because one of the guys was Kurt Cobain, and one of the guys was Dave Grohl, and then you're the and other. And then guy. you're Chris Novoselic, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, I'm alive, but I'm also not Dave Grohl." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, Chris Novoselic kind of like went off the deep end. I think after after Nirvana broke up, but I I don't know that for sure. Uh, and that kind of goes to your point that I guess. I don't know anything about him after Nirvana. Yeah, I feel like no, no. I, I think he was in this weird like folk punk type of scenario. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, I guess he played with Flipper. Who? You don't know Flipper? The Dolphin? Yeah, the Dolphin. Oh, no, right on. That dolphin. must be tight, dude. <laughs> no, uh, flippers, I, uh, I guess you wouldn't know. They're like kind of a noise rock post-punk. Whatever. Nothing, I, yeah, man. that's. Nothing. I know it's not. That's not your kind of thing. But it's all uh, right. Yeah, but either way, yes. Uh, where did you sleep last night by Nirvana? Amazing. Really fucking good call. Super yeah. surprised you pulled that out. Yeah, I. That was one of the first ones that popped into my head. Actually, I love that. Right song. on. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, my next one. Speaking of MTV unplugged things. Mm-hmm. The original artist of this had uh, my favorite MTV Unplugged thing, which I'm guessing when I say my favorite one, you probably know what it is. I actually don't. I I don't know a whole lot of MTV Unplugged. My favorite MTV Unplugged album is Dashboard Confessional. Oh, okay. Obviously. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, which that, wasn't really MTV like Unplugged, because like at the time, yeah, Dashboard <laughs> was acoustic. And that's yeah. like, even how it starts. He's like... This is Dashboard Confessional Unplugged, MTV Unplugged, or something. Who was in that's really redundant. And then they played <laughs> their songs. But um, this is a, a cover of which also I don't think you can add this to the playlist because I don't do not believe it's on streaming. Oh, really? Um Dashboard Confessional did a tour, an acoustic tour with Newfound Glory. They both played acoustic, and then they did a split on the tour. A split okay. set, it's all it was only available on seven inch. Um, so Dashboard played two NFG songs and NFG did full band, like full band, normal NFG did two Dashboard songs. Okay. And they cover Saints and Sailors and the Swiss Army Romance. And the newfound glory version of the Swiss Army Romance is fucking like, fast, fucking upbeat. And then, do you know the, the song, the Swiss Army Romance? Uh, v- vaguely. Well, there's, there's that big part of the end with the chords that, you know what I'm talking about? Maybe mm-hmm. you might mm-hmm. not, but yes. The NFG version, it's like a big slam, like it's fucking super sick. Big heavy slam at the end, and the rest of it's really upbeat and fast. And there's like cool chuggy halftime things in it. It's it's very very appropriate to that era of NFG. Also, it was like um not without a fight era newfound glory. Uh huh. Um, it was when they were a lot heavier than they normally have been in their career. Um, but yeah, newfound glory covering the Swiss Army romance. On a split seven inch called the Swiss Army Bromance, which is very <laughs> tight, but it's just it's, it's a dashboard covering two NFG songs and NFG covering two dashboard songs. And yeah, you're right. I, I that is not on. 
it's well, not, it's on, not streaming. on Spotify. It's not on. You Spotify. can only find it on YouTube, and uh, all the YouTube rips of it fucking sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you hear the cover, and like, oh, dude, this is fucking tight. It's very, it's very, very cool. That's nice. Uh, that was my number one for a while, actually. Yeah. I, I I love that fucking halftime slam at the end with those big chords. It's so tight, dude. Yeah, it's I, so appropriate. Now, now that you're talking about it, I feel like you have told me about it, and I may have even heard it at one point. I just I just I, it's not registering right now, but I'll I'll, I'll check it out because I love Newfound Glory. I love Dashboard. It's, it's, uh, sounds sounds uh, the fun. Dashboard NFG covers are like weird lo-fi Nintendo drums and like little synth and shit. And I'm like, dude, make them like Dashboard songs. This is lame. <laughs> Yeah, that is an odd choice. But whatever, it's fine. Um, anyway, my, what's your next one? My next one is actually a, a band that came up already, but uh, in a different context, because you were talking about a cover of a Smashing Pumpkins song. I want to talk about Landslide covered by the Smashing Holy Pumpkins. Holy shit, dude. The Fleetwood Mac Q, song. Shout out Q101 in like sixth grade, fifth yeah. grade. <laughs> right, dude. Right. Dude, um, so it's it, I think it's just like a like a finger picked guitar and Billy Corgan, right? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, and and, it's and stunningly gorgeous. I was gonna say they they took an already beautiful song because the Fleetwood Mac original song is gorgeous already. It didn't really need much touch up. Um, and I people will say that you know Billy <sighs> Corgan, Billy Corgan's nasally high voice like didn't do the. Didn't do the song any favors, but I I disagree. Like I do whatever. I fucking Stevie Nicks, fucking cocaine witchcraft ass, didn't do no justice <laughs> to nothing either. I I love the Smashing Pumpkins cover, um, and I, I love kinda, the Smashing Pumpkins. Period. Yeah, true, true. This is kind of a twofer actually because uh, I'm gonna also shoehorn in the fact that uh, the Dixie Chicks also covered Landslide. Yes, and, they fucking did, and it's awesome. And it's, fucking amazing like they're just I, called not, the chicks now i know i i did i i just recently heard that i didn't know that it was um, like two years ago yeah and actually funny enough i i heard it on a podcast from about two years ago so that's it oh, well. uh, uh, also i just listened sh- to it last uh, week though shout out a, a country act for being uh well, they like, racially conscious about something <laughs> they haven't they haven't mattered to the country community since they disowned george bush if you remember that fiasco do you not remember that? I do remember that, but I also they, remember it during that same time, you'd go see Under Oath Live, and Tim McTague would hold up his SG, and he'd have a picture of George Bush on the back, and it said, like, Bush, whatever year he was running at the time, and I'm like, God, you guys are motherfucking Christians. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it just, you know, it's it was it was nuts. Like, you, you think about the stuff that fucking, uh, let's not get political, but it just, it was insane. Okay. It was insane that they, uh, you know, all they said, they made one comment on stage that, you know, we're from Texas. And in case you're wondering, we're ashamed that George Bush is from the same state or something. And and people were burning their albums in the street. It's fucking insane. Wow, who fucking gives a shit. It, and that's what I'm saying, like, though. That's how fickle a, that a, audience a, was. A band that you loved, like a, a hardcore band you loved, came out and like their singer was like a trumper. Would you still listen to that band and, or would you burn their records in the street? I wouldn't burn their records in the street, but I don't I, I can name one band specifically that I'm I actually they're at Furnace Fest and I'm debating about whether or not I'm going to watch them for that very reason. And we may Who? have talked about this on the last episode, the Red Cord. 
Is that the only thing? Did he like, did he hurt anybody or like, did he do anything wrong or did he just happen to be an asshole? So guy, guy, Koala, Koala Oh, he shook hands with a cop in a picture or something. No, he is a cop. He, after he left the red cord, he became a Massachusetts cop. Uh, and there was, you know, Trump, when he was campaigning, I guess stopped by his station or something. And he posed for a photo op with Trump and like, he didn't have to. You know, <laughs> so, but I mean, no, I'm not, the, I don't, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. Don't, don't get me wrong. I am not like, I'm not out here burning their albums or anything. I, right. I, I guess that's, that's the kind of where I'm trying to get. Like if it's a super bummer, cause clients is such an amazing the fucking extremity level that you can go to when you find out that someone whose art that you like doesn't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Can you just be like, oh, bummer, and then just carry on with life? And he, and here's the thing that that sucks too. You know, if we're gonna get go down this rabbit hole a little bit, is uh, no. Uh, if we're gonna go down this rabbit hole, the thing that sucks too is you know, this is this is not a commentary on the quote unquote cancel culture because some people absolutely deserve to be canceled. Like there's no yes, doubt about do. it. I get that. If if people are scumbags, then fuck them. I don't want them around anymore. I don't want to hear about them. I don't want to I don't want them making money off of my patronage, you know. But on the other side of things, like like this is a good example of uh, is you know, <laughs> fuck any any band that I listen to that this has happened with, you know, Champion or Expire or even we had a good discussion about lost profits on the way home from a show, you know, one, one <laughs> yeah, dude the, in these, the, that, that scenario is so extreme. That one's nuts, man. <laughs> lost profits. Fucking nuts. Ian Watkins that guy was fucking most, a ba- like, uh, not just a child, is, but a baby. <laughs> he is the most horrible human being on the face of the planet. Uh, I don't think I talked about this on the show, but I, I looked into this. Did you know that, the password on his computer that the yes, FBI seized was I fuck kids. That was his password on his computer full of child pornography is I fuck kids. What a shit stain. Like the worst person on the planet. I don't anyway, know how I know that I know that, but I'm pretty sure you you told I me that. Actually I think I not, told you. Not long ago. I think like no, right it was just when a few- you found out. You yes. like texted me this. I was at Kohl's buying this hat, I think. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I went. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I went down this fucking Ian Watkins rabbit hole, and I don't even know why, but like I found this YouTube. Because it's interesting. It is interesting, but also it's like, dude, I don't even want to think about his name anymore. He's such a scumbag. But anyway, so let's go back to like Expire or Champion, where uh, sure. it turns out it turns out that, you know, the singer ended up being a predator. Uh, or you know, assaulted a woman, or wh- yeah, but whatever what about the case the rest may of the be. Band? Exactly, that's exactly. So when you when you completely, oh, nice sweetheart. Uh, when you completely write off a band, you're not just hurting that singer. You know, there's three, four other members of the band that are also never going to get listened to anymore, and that sucks for them. You know, right? That's why they lately, it's like, there are very too. recently, I've been able to like dabble in brand new a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, they're a great fucking band. They put out great fucking albums. And it's it's like, you know, there's other bands too. Like, like uh, Cult Leader is a great example. Uh, Cult, Leader Cult, Leader used, Cult Leader used to be Gaza. Okay. And oh, it tur- okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it turned out that the singer was a scumbag. 
And that's when they decided, you know what? The rest of us, we still want to be a band. So fuck Gaza. We're just going to go by a different name now. And they did. They, they, then they started being cult leader and cult leader is fucking sick too. But you know what? Gaza was fucking sick. So I, I heavily respect the fact that they went on and they rebranded because now it's an easy divide. Like if you don't want to listen to this scumbag on a CD, you don't listen to, to Gaza anymore, you know? But if you want to still support the, the, the dudes that actually matter, they're cult leader now, you know? So it's cool. But, uh, but either way, like I still love champion. It's hard for me not to listen to champion. It's hard for me not to listen to expire. You know, it's I fucking love expire. Expire is so fucking good, man. And I love um, champion. Me too. Me too. But I, I, right. I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, the red cord is how we got to this. The, the only reason, the only reason I am considering not going to see the red cord is because with these other artists, the big difference is once they found out about this shit, they severed ties and it was over. So I'll still support them. But the guys in the red right, cord like now, fucking NFG. They found out Steve Klein had a weird thing with a kid. And before it even became yeah. public, they're like, hey, you're not in this fucking band anymore. Peace. And that's yeah. why they're still yeah, around 15 and years later. Rule. But the red cord, they broke up. The guy became a cop, you know, kissed Trump on the lips. And then now they're back to being a band again. It's like, well, you know, you know that your singer is a dick bag and you're choosing to still go out on tour with them. Like you could have got another singer to do this tour. It wouldn't have been the same. And I don't know. I just I, I'm not I'm not cool with it. A lot of people who appreciate metalcore nostalgia are on their side. I know, I know, and it's, so it's, I mean they're gonna do fine. And I I guess you know technically the guy has not done anything specifically wrong. And in fact, no, he was a cop. That's wrong. Yeah. No. Yes, but uh, I did. I when I googled his name, I did find a news article that he he busted some kind of child molester who's now in prison. So, um, that's kind of which cool. I mean, yeah, th that's very cool. Congratulations! I'm I'm very stoked that you got someone who fucks kids to not fuck kids anymore. That's fucking awesome. Um, I guess that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so but you're also so you're like still a cop and fuck you. <laughs> like I was saying, the landslide by Smashing Pumpkins and landslide by Dixie Chicks, fucking both rule, both great covers. We went on that oh, deep ass chicks. rabbit hole because I was like, "Hey, the Dixie Chicks took the Dixie out of their name." Yeah, and yep. then we talked about the Red Corn Ian Watkins and fucking, fucking babies for uh, twenty minutes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, so uh, that's a beautiful fucking cover. I love it very, very, very much. That is a great call. Yep, yep. really good one. What's your number three? Uh, it is the cover of Stop Me by the Smiths by Mark Ronson and Daniel Merriweather. Okay. I I know I have not heard that. Mark Ronson is like a DJ. You know who Mark Ronson is. I know I know the name, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, Daniel Merriweather, I'm assuming, is the guy that sings on the track. I don't know who he is. Um, okay. Mark Ronson put out an album, I want to say, in 2007 or 8 called Version. And it's just him being like a funk DJ with just doing cover songs. And that was one of them. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. Cool. I'll check it out. I'm not a uh, Smiths fan, as we've talked about before. That's okay. You don't got to um, be. Because, you know, it's like the last thing we talked about. Yeah. Shitty people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Morrissey's a um, fucking 
cock ring. <laughs> that yeah. guy sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But anyway, I, I'll check the song out either way. I, I, it's it's fucking it's gorgeous. It's very it's cool. A, it's very cool. It's on the playlist, so I'll, I'll definitely check. All it out. right. Well, I won't go too deep into that one. Um, my next one. I'm actually. I don't know if this is on your list. I'm kind of shocked if it's not. Um, but I'm gonna say Faith by Limp Biscuit. It's not on my list. It's not Faith by Limp Biscuit's not on your list. This dude, is the first time this has crossed my mind. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is a sick fucking cover, dude. It is it's so not, good. Though. It is so awesome. It is so dude, awesome. Dude, George Michael with his fucking because also George Michael is what like seven six. Like he's tall as fuck. <laughs> and like he's got those like assy, like Bruce Springsteen jeans. Like where it's just yeah. it's like dudes put on jeans and like for when right after you put them on, you just have ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I feel if I had a leather jacket and assy jeans and shades on Halloween and like a dangly earring, I would could crush George Michael. Yeah, for sure. I think I might. You'd, one you'd need to. You would need to shave down to stubble, though. I would just. I would. Just, I would clip her down. Yep. Now we go yep. get a fucking a haircut, a dangling earring, and assy jeans, and an acoustic yeah. guitar up here. And just like, doing this. Don't get me wrong. The the George Michael version of Faith, the original, is is way better. It's a great song. It's a great song. George Michael fucking rips, but the Limp Bizkit one rips too because like. Yeah, because George Michael's version doesn't have a fucking breakdown in the middle where he goes, get the fuck up, and then a, a turntable solo. That part is so dude, fucking, fucking sick. sick. It is dude. so heavy. <laughs> it's so insanely heavy, and it is so awesome. That song it's rules. It's tight, dude. For real, you're right. You're right. That's a really good call. Um, That was like their, I guess, pre-Nookie breakout single. Yeah, it was. It was, because that was $3 bill, and... uh and I, the, the first single off three dollar bill was counterfeit and like yeah. that's and, but it wasn't like radio friendly that yeah. big because the counterfeits fucking heavy yeah three dollar bill altogether the is whole fucking album heavy is fucking that is a heavy, heavy album fuck really so heavy good. record it's so good it is really good three dollar bill fucking absolutely rips rips I, st- I still remember seeing uh it was like mtv spring break or something i, I don't remember but Limp no it, that was happened on. it was it was them and pitch shifter I and, remember. Uh, I think West Borland was dressed up as a teddy bear or something. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think Fred Durst was doing the backwards cap yet. I, th- I want to say he was wearing was like forwards. a bucket hat. Was it forwards? No, he was wearing the hat, but it was forwards. Okay. Okay. But it was still a red Yankees hat. Did you have a red Yankees hat? I did not. Fuck you. I, ha- I had a t-shirt with the red Yankees hat on it. Though. <laughs> so. Oh, then that's fine. I guess. Yeah, that's how cool I was. <laughs> that's weird. I mean that was our iconic thing. I had a it was a Limp Biscuit t-shirt, but it had it had the hat on it and a microphone. Oh, uh, I had a red Yankees hat. I oh. also had a t-shirt that lo- it looked like a parental advisory label, but mm-hmm. it said Limp Biscuit is better than everyone. <laughs> I may have had that shirt too. I had that shirt and then I had the one with all their faces and the school bus on the back. I had that I'm, one too. Dude, I might have had all of these shirts. I had like four or five. Yeah, they sold them at Gazooks. Yeah. Yep. That's where I got my Limp Biscuit shirts yeah, and my Jinkos and my fucking chain wallets with aliens on them. <laughs> Sick. Like the aliens that looked like guitar picks and shit. Yeah. And the yeah, eyes yeah, looked yeah. like the smaller version of the head. Oh, man. Yeah, I had all that shit. What a, 
what a time to be alive. I guess, man. I'd rather be dead during that time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, the next one is Like a Prayer by Madonna, covered by H2O. Oh. I remember at Warp Tour 2001, I was on the barrier, front row for H2O. And uh, this Madonna cover is the bonus, like the hidden track on their album Go. And their album Go is when they signed to a major label and then kind of got shit on for signing to a major label. And I hadn't heard this album yet. So I remember they played this like their second to last song or whatever. And I heard it. I'm like, oh, shit, this is a Madonna song. This is tight. Um, And I remember buying the album because I was already a huge H2O fan at the time. I actually bought the album at a show when they were on tour with Newfound Glory and Bigwig. But okay. whatever. Um, and it's just, it's it sounds straight up like H. It just sounds like H two O, but it's a Madonna song and it's fucking awesome. And also, Madonna is one of the greatest entertainers that's ever lived. Ever. I think we I think we talked about uh, Madonna a lot, like our first season, because she put out a new album or something right around like when we started recording this. Podcast. I think she did, but like. Madonna also sucks because, like, there was a while she had, like, a fake British accent, but her name is fucking mm-hmm. Louise, and she's on Detroit. And, like, whatever. That's fine. But Madonna, like, 80s and 90s Madonna, and even, like, early 2000s Madonna, like, Frozen and, like, music mm-hmm. and shit. That shit is tight. Frozen. Uh, Frozen. Fucking amazing. Frozen fucking slams. The videos is, like, this haunting, mm-hmm. like, in this dry-ass, weird winter desert type shit. Mm-hmm. Like... Dude, Madonna slams. I want to. I would love to see Madonna, like real bad, actually. Um, but yeah, H two O covering "Like a Prayer" by Madonna is my number two. I love it very, cool. very much. Very it's cool. It's really good, dude. Uh Toby cool. Morris from H two O is like a huge, huge, huge Madonna fan. I mean, a lot of people are. Doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Madonna fucking slams, dude. Shout out Madonna in every regard. I like those rubber Shh. braces. You look like Madonna. <laughs> Shout anyway out. uh so my number one. Oh yeah um, what, I, i'm trying to guess what it is but i can't you won't i don't think i don't know if you even know this no you have to know this song exists because i'm i had to have talked about it before is it beach boys no okay i don't no. know um my number one uh is colorblind Covered oh by, my god, by BT Bam? Yes, between the whole, Barry and me. Oh my god. I want to run around my whole building right now. <laughs> Colorblind by um Counting Crows is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, yeah it's oh fucking, my god. It's an the amazing BT Bam song. one is it's is the same. It's they just they just did it the same, but just the different got, singing. There's like you know what? So one thing that the uh that BT Bam introduced to it. Oh my was, god, I'm so happy you brought this up. <laughs> One thing BT Bam introduced to it was some drums, and they were so tastefully yeah. done. It, but it like it, it brings a whole new power to the song, and it it sounds so fucking cool. Um, what, but yeah, oh my I remember. God. I remember the first time I heard that song, like because that was that came out. Um, Anatomy of was an album they put out in two thousand six that was all Hell covers, yeah. all covers. And you know, I I think I've openly said on this this uh, podcast before. I hate cover albums. I hate when bands do like a, a whole album of covers. I was not into that album at all. Um, it was actually a huge bummer for me because I loved everything they did before that. And I was like, oh, fucking cover. What a hacks, you know? Um, but then I heard covers the colorblind cover. I, I know. I, I'm, I've changed my mind about covers, but 
I still stand by the fact I don't like a whole album of covers unless sure. it's unless it's different artists. Uh, but I don't like when one band does a whole album of. Covers. What about when one band does an album of covering one artist? Because you did that. <laughs> that was a tribute. It wasn't a tribute. No, it wasn't. A fucking <laughs> that was just a. That was some punk songs that I wrote that we sang his lyrics on. Yeah, that was that was novelty. That's what fair, that was. Fair enough. Fair enough. That was that was that was satire. It's okay. And it was um, fun. It was fun. It was but, fun. But, dude, but, dude, this is such a good fucking call, and I completely forgot that it existed. That's that, I, I love it so much. The the very the split second you suggested cover songs for this episode, that the instant you said it, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Because that has always been, since, since the second I heard that song, that was my favorite cover of all time. And it probably will always be. It's I love so Counting Crows so fucking much. Me too. Me too. Um... It's Actually, oh little God. little tidbit of trivia for anybody that's... I'm, I'm sure if you are into Between the Buried and Me at this point in your life, you probably already know this, but their their name came from a, a Counting Crows song. Yep. True story. Uh, Ghost Train. So, Is there a band called Ghost Train? Yeah, they're probably I, country. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the words between the buried and me are directly out of a Counting Crows song because apparently those guys are big Counting Crows fans too. So, who the fuck isn't, dude? I know they're so awesome. Counting Crows I, is I, such a great. I band. still cannot believe we didn't go see them a couple years ago when they were in Chicago. I don't. They're, were they? They're, yeah, they, Ashley they sent were, us. They the, were in Hammond like last month. No, 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 <laughs> but it, no, but it wasn't. It wasn't just Counting Crows. It was like it was some insane like nineties like. Uh, you know, like college like radio. Crow. It was like Counting Crows and like a Hoobastank and Lit or something. No, 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 no. It was a better lineup than that. That's how lineups sound tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, now I got to look this up. But, well, um, well, yeah. Um, in the meantime, what's your number numero uno? Oh, uh, the Hit the Lights cover of Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. Oh, fuck. I don't know the cover, but that, that's such a good song anyway. I don't. I can't um, see how anybody could not make a good version of it. At the time, it was 2006 or seven when it came out. It was on, I think, the first ver, the first volume of Punk Goes 90s that Hope, okay. or Hopeless or Fearless, Fearless or whoever the fuck was putting them out. Uh, I think it was Fearless. Um, at the time, I was uh, the biggest Hit the Lights fan, and uh, I've been a huge Jim Blossoms fan my entire life because it's one of the first albums I ever had as a kid. So seeing that happen, I was like, no fucking way. Are you kidding me? And uh, it's still to this day, it's my favorite cover ever. Yeah. Yep. I, it's, I mean, it's such, like I said, it's such a great fucking song. Um, it's a great song. And it's like hit the lights before their original singer left and they sucked. Uh, and it's awesome. And I also feel like that in the during the session, one of the guitars is out of tune. And I kind of like that. Really? It's kind of it sounds shitty and weird and dissonant and not okay. <laughs> and I think that one of the guitars is out of tune in the session. And it's cool. By the way, oh, oh I I shit. Sorry. I stepped what? on your moment there with talking You're about fine. your favorite. That's cover the whole song. thing. I I I uh I remember all those uh punk is it punk goes pop or pop goes punk? Yeah. Yeah. Um I remember those and that fucking I I don't know why I didn't pull more off of those. They'll those still were, like, they'll still happen. Yeah, they still make them. Yeah, they're lame. I bet. I, but the first couple were tight. Yeah. Well, um, I was gonna say, uh, counting crow. It was counting crows and live 
in 2018. Oh, I don't like the, the bald ass head with just the braid. I don't give a fuck about live, man. That guy's haircut <sighs> pissed me off. <laughs> but they they were doing throwing copper, which god damn that album. So does lightning crashes on throwing copper? Uh, throwing copper, like yes. And what's that? I long love you. Oh, between between like, it's probably like all the singles, right? Like that'd be tight. Throwing well, throwing copper and uh, secret samadhi were the two albums that had like all the singles on them. I don't care about whatever. Yeah, I know, live, dude. That guy had a bald ass head with just a braid. He looked crazy. Also, was he a monk? If he wasn't a monk, then that's offensive. I don't know. That's a good question. No, probably not. If he not. is, my bad. Shout out that guy. That's tight. Um, but uh, if he ain't, like, you can't have that haircut. You look stupid. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Before we well, before we, got- we wrap up, yeah, before we wrap up, I wanted to just throw. I didn't put these on my list because I thought you would probably mention at least one of them. You didn't mention any of them, so I'm shocked. Okay. Um, but just we don't have to discuss them. Just quick shouts out to. Uh, the Shai the Shai Hulud cover of Linoleum, originally by No Effects. Um, the forty thousand versions of Linoleum that for exist sure, for on sure. I know. Earth. I know, I know. But Everybody's yeah, I done that. it, but I love Shai Hulud. So I love uh, Shai Hulud. I love Shai Hulud very, very, very much, and I love No Effects very, very, very much. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's good shit. I um, like that a lot. Ninety nine red balloons by Goldfinger. Uh, good call. It was a very good cover. Uh, I, and the original artist is Nina or Nena. I never know how to pronounce Nena, it. And I think it's, I want to say it's Nina, but. Uh, I know it's, it's N-E-N-A. So I, I swear I've heard uh, someone say Nena. Enya. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Enya. I swear I've, I swear I've heard somebody say Nena before, but I, I would say Nina if it was me. Um, I'm going to say then, it's Nina. And then the last one is uh, Take On Me by Real Big Fish. Uh, covering aha uh-huh. um, uh, mxpx also covers that um do they? so does oh yeah so does every band and yeah well um, also real- fuck i can't believe i didn't mention um quiet drive cover cover of uh not uh time after time uh I you've heard, heard it um, you've heard it uh qu- qu- i can't name a single quiet drive song I can't either. I'd but uh, their cover of Time After Time is fantastic. Uh, well, and also, a- Copeland put out a covers EP, and their cover you're, of... Uh, you're getting real hot on your mic. Oh, am I? Yeah. Yeah, back up a little bit. How, about na- how am I now? Yeah, you're good. That's weird. How is that happening? Whatever. We were, like, leaning in, so... Oh, uh, what? Uh, I'm sorry. Copeland put out covers EP. <laughs> Copeland put out a covers EP, and they did a um, Part-Time Lover. Okay. And it's super tight. Okay, I, I I like Copeland. I'll, I'll check that out. And they do um ah uh, fuck, it's Carly Simon. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's a great song. There's so many covers out there, and so many of them are good. Yes, absolutely. Also, uh, shout out Alien Ant Farm for covering Smooth Criminal. We I mentioned I, it once. I did have that on my list too, and I kind of thought maybe like that you was, would how take big that of a cover was that? That was giant. That was like that, that was their their whole career. It really was. And don't get me wrong, their first album was fucking awesome. Um, but it's it sucks that that's the only song they got famous for because they were really good. Yeah, shout out the song Attitude. I and don't Calico. Remember. I'm so, I, I don't remember song titles, man. I'm so bad with song titles. Uh Wish. Wish. Yes, I remember Wish because it's so fucking heavy. 
Watch. Anyway. Dude, yeah. Anthology is a dumbass album title. Uh, also, Amberlynn's cover of Love Song by The Cure. Fantastic. Uh, 311's cover of Sucks. Loves. Fuck you. I love th- I fucking love 311, but I hate that cover. So it was it was absolutely played out. It wasn't as good as the radio made it sound, but it's still Wasn't it from cover. 51st Dates? Maybe. I don't remember. Right, it was around that era, yeah, for sure. But, all right. I got to bounce. I got to go to bed. Yeah, me but, too. Yeah. We already made this a long one anyway. Um, True. Yeah. I, I do have the uh, playlist up on Spotify now. Um, it is just titled Crucial Tunes Episode 309 Cover Songs. Uh, cool. Although I, it should have been called "Cover Your Mouth," but whatever, we'll just we'll just call it "Cover Songs." We'll make it work. All right. Well, this will be up in. Um, I'll probably edit it tonight. I'll probably be up tomorrow. Honestly, <laughs> no, nobody knows when we're recording this. So tonight, tomorrow, none of that makes any. We talked about anymore. Furnace Fest being tomorrow a bunch of times. Yeah, but I don't know if Furnace well, Fest isn't yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> technically, it's not. Yeah. For sure. So you don't know when this is. It ain't, it ain't fucking. <laughs> it ain't Wednesday. The whatever today is. Twenty <laughs> first. It ain't. Nope. Nope. All right, y'all. We'll see you. All right, later.